This is Backdoor Boink, where we welcome every side of everyone. Please note, this is an 18-plus podcast. It's time to put in some earbuds if you don't want to answer awkward questions from your children, family, or friends. I'm Kayla, a certified relationship and intimacy coach. And I'm MJ, and I brought the lube. In this podcast, we explore the behind the scenes of a weekly wellness topic. Our goal is to help you feel good, be naughty. Thank you for checking out our After Dark, After Hours podcast. You can find more information, including our YouTube channel, social media accounts, events, Discord, and products at boinked.com. That's www.boink-ed.com. Now, let's get in that back door. Here we go. Where are we going? Right here. Oh. Deja vu? Deja vu. <laughs> I-, I was hoping we were going someplace else. Crazy sounds fun. Been there, done that. I think we both have. It's a staycation for us. <laughs> it is just a, a state of being. So how are you doing tonight? I'm here. And you? I'm here. Yeah. With, with this. Yeah. I'm getting over that. I mean, I'm okay. No fever or anything like that. Occasional cough and left with a 1-800 voice to woo you into the night. I prefer the diner waitress. I sound like a diner waitress? Walk around with a pack of camels and ask me what I'm having and we'll see. What can I get you, sweetheart? No. No? No. Deeper. Gotta be more throaty. Oh. Okay. Anyway, what do you want to talk about tonight? Hmm. Sounds like it's a loaded question. It could be. Could be. Could be loaded. Could be loaded and what? ready to release. What are we talking about? I don't know. Should I check my notes? You were kind enough to print me an outline. I printed you an outline. Go ahead. What does First it say? First one of the year. What does it say? Topic. Let's see. Oh, squirters and prostates. Squirters and prostates? Mm-hmm. But squirters aren't a thing. It's just pee. Oh my gosh, I'm going to reach across this table and smack you. All right. Yes, we are going to go into the myths, including that one. That is the biggest myth. The biggest myth of all, that squirting is pee. It's not. It's not. And I'll tell you exactly why. So squirting is a... It's a secretion. It's it's a fluid. Mm-hmm. And it may have a small amount of urine in it because it's coming out the same tract. Eh. Same general area. Okay. Okay. But the same can be said when a guy ejaculates. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So what it is, is it's a fluid that comes from the skeins gland. And the skeins is on either side of the urethra. All right. So these glands, when a vulva owner is aroused. We're still looking for name aren't we vulva voyager oh that's right yeah that's what we have for now so when a vulva voyager is aroused these glands they are going to what's what's the word pulsate no that's that's the gesture i made all right fine no they're going swell become engorged yes engorged uh and what that does is it actually closes off the urethra so to any of my vulva voyagers out there who try and urinate after sex which you absolutely should be doing give it a minute and you have to like and like give it a second and try and that is because those glands have swollen or become engorged and closed off the urethra making it difficult to pee which means squirting 
It's not P. Huzzah. Mm. So but it says it's P right here on the paper. It says myth. It's P. Oh. And then just beneath it, it says, no, it's not. <laughs> so there. Okay. All right. What do you know about squirting? I enjoy it. Don't <laughs> that's, that's what you know, is that you enjoy squirters? Uh-huh. Okay. What is your what is your perspective on squirters? What do you know about it? What do you like about it? What have you seen? I've seen lots. You you don't want to track that internet history. Oh. I oh did my shit. research. Now I want to go and <laughs> check your internet browsing history. Oh, I'm sure there's some things probably 10 computers ago, but you know, good old Google probably still has it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Google saves everything. Anyway, <clears throat> I forgot where I was going. So what do you know? What do you like? What have you seen? What's your experience in general with vulva owning squirters? Um, well, the first time I was shocked as hell, just like the vulva owner. First time in person? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you were both like, what is that? Yep. <laughs> well, I knew what it was, but it was, was not expecting it. Okay. All right. So if you know... It might be nice to share with your partner. If you know that that's yeah, a possibility. That's a okay. They didn't know. Okay, here's... I, I have a question, though. Mm -hmm. If a partner tells you, hey, I've had experiences in the past where I've squirted, did they just inadvertently set a goal for you, though? In my younger days, maybe. If you were to tell me that today, generally, no. A little. It, no. I mean, it's about the ride to where we're going, not necessarily where we're going. I love that. That is very much the way you should approach all intimacy. It's not about the destination. It's about the ride. The more you focus on the destination, the longer the ride seems to take and, and not bumpier, in a good way. bumpier it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a really good point. I, I'm going to come from a Volva Voyager perspective and say... Bring it up if you know you're one that is easily likely to squirt. But there is a big... But then you're giving your partner a goal, generally. Yeah. Everybody wants a squirter. It's the new thing. It is. It's, it's, the, it's like the newest iPhone. Everybody wants it until something better comes along. <laughs> until somebody discovers the new toss salad or the new squirt or the new, you know, something. Yeah. Thanks, porn. Mm -hmm. But in all honesty, technically and only in theory can every vulva owner do this. And it has to be like the perfect storm of events for most women to effectively squirt. Hydration. Hydration, which... You don't do. Never. No, it's... And relaxation without that goal in mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to have comfort with your, your body, and you need to not be focusing on that as the goal. Just like is true for orgasms in general. Mm -hmm. If you're focusing on, oh my gosh, am I taking too long? Oh my gosh, I'm right on the edge. Oh my gosh. And you start stressing about having the orgasm makes it that much harder to attain. Just focus on what you're actually feeling, not where you're hoping to go. So hydration, mm -hmm. a lot of times intense foreplay, like super arousal, get those glands super engorged. Lots of foreplay. Lots of foreplay. Um, reassurance. Ooh, okay. What kind of reassurance? That it is okay. 
even if that's not the goal that you're going for, it's okay if you do, and it's okay if you don't squirt. Ooh, I like that. We're here just to have fun. I like that a lot. Absolutely. Because a lot of times with squirting, it's going to require that intense foreplay, that intense arousal, the hydration. But a lot of times in order to reach that effect, it requires G-spot stimulation. And G-spot stimulation, when it's intense... Okay, yeah. Let me pause and talk about how to stimulate the G-spot. So it's about... An inch and a half or so, maybe two inches. Between, De- yeah, between an inch and two inches. Yeah, and it depends on Time the person. The person. The state of arousal, like so many things. So every, many variables. Every human body is different. And what you're looking for is with a finger or two, pushing up towards the belly button. And you can tap, tap. You can use a come hither motion. You can massage around it. All different options. But you're looking to stimulate that area. And when you do, it can feel like the vulva owner has to pee. Like, we've already discussed, peeing is difficult, but it can feel like that. Mm -hmm. And so that reassurance that you're talking about, super fucking huge. Like, hey, just enjoy, just, you know, just be here with me, that sort of thing. Creating that safety, that sense of comfort and safety so that they can ride past that initial feeling of like, Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So your browsing history is full of squirts. Back in the day. Back in the day. Okay. Back pre-you. Pre-me? Pre-you. Oh. So you went through a phase? Went through a phase. Okay. You go through lots of phases. Don't I? What's this month's phase? I don't know. You sure? New month, new year, new me. (laughs) Romantic poetry. Oh, (laughs) save it for the end. I can't wait to be wooed. So, since you have extensive experience with porno squirting, how does it compare to the real thing when you and your partner were caught off guard? By the way, am I the partner? No. Oh, okay. But, um, let's see. Caught off guard. Well, in the videos, as in all U.S. sex education videos, porn. Okay, please do not compare porn to sex education. Both are wrong, just on completely different ends ends of the spectrum. Just one is exaggerating way too much, and the other is not giving enough. So just no. Unfortunately, porn is the sex ed of the states. You're not going to fill a five-gallon bucket. Okay. All right. That's that's a good reality. Although there is this lady. Yeah, we, we watched that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can look up the um, world record holder for squirting volume. I, I, I am still completely flabbergasted on how she... I, I don't know. Uh, yep. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to know. She stands up there over a big bucket in front of a crowd and rubs that bean into I'm just I'm, uh-huh. I'm watching it going I really hope she lubricated that thing that thing would be raw but just anyway she wasn't I, gentle either no yeah the, when I usually tell people it's not a DJ booth she was going at it like a DJ booth uh-huh so for educational purposes or to just say your really strange curiosity you could google that mm-hmm. um just Clear your browsing history if you're worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So in reality, most Volvo owners are not going to get copious amounts. No. It's, it's a little squirt, maybe a medium-sized squirt. Liquid. Clear, odorless liquid. Okay. Now what about porn versus reality 
trajectory? Um, I, I guess you could hit the end of the bed, but you're not going to paint the walls. You're not going to paint the ceiling. <laughs> Wait, is that something that has happened in porn? Paint the walls. Oh, wow. Okay. No, it's porn. Everything is exaggerated. Yes. And to be fair, some people aren't even going to make the foot of the bed. No. Palm of your hand. Palm of your hand, little trickle. Yep. Totally, like I said, a collection of stars aligning, perfect storm situation. The right touch, the right frame of mind, the right body, the right hydration, all of these. Correct. Okay. You look lost. No, I'm, I'm trying to recall if I've done it. I've done it at least, at least once. Okay, a couple, couple times. A couple times. I remember one. And we were, we were very surprised because you don't hydrate. Right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, no, there's been a couple times. I'm, I'm thinking of one in particular where I was like, wait, I heard the change in that one. Like, <laughs> whoa. Okay. Uh, so that being said, from a Volvo Voyager perspective again, it was okay. It was okay. Like, I mean... it, it didn't provide any more eroticism or release or climax than my average orgasm. I would say less. You think so? Yes. Based on when you've seen these occur? Yes. Yeah, I don't... But that doesn't mean that it won't for somebody else. Oh, no, absolutely. Again, we go back to everybody's different. Everybody's different. And I think it's... I think the appeal of it is, you know, we see penises ejaculate and it's, you know, this this little show of verification of orgasm Mm -hmm. and so to have that since we live in a very you know sorry male-centric world to have that in some way connected to the orgasms we're seeing from vulva owners yeah i guess it has its appeal doesn't mean you orgasmed right i know i know that's why i'm saying like it didn't it didn't do much for me but if people want to make this a thing they can practice they can hydrate definitely and work towards it absolutely as long as their body possesses these glands theoretically it's possible yeah and that lady with the world record volume of female ejaculate she trains for it yeah she does (laughs) gosh what a awful job that must be she was complaining that it does get raw and it does so yeah there is that all right there's some drawbacks there are some drawbacks i mean also and like you mentioned just because you squirt doesn't mean you orgasm so she may not be enjoying it all that much either no the i'm assuming that the noises she's making when she's doing it a lot of them are for the audience for the show ah yeah yeah very possible make your hobby a job and you did hey i'm still enjoying this so far so far so far all right so we've talked about the the g spot Mm -hmm. which is actually part of the clitoris internally in the body yep what about our penis partners? Just rub it gently. It'll come off by itself. Pea spots? Oh, pea spots. Wait, what are you talking? Just rub the just rub the penis gently. It'll go off by itself. <laughs> Talk about a loaded topic. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, I'm I'm talking pea spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, now I feel like we need to define that because we were just talking about how squirting is not pee. So the pea spot is the prostate. Yeah, that thing. Mm-hmm. Where's your prostate? In your butt. In your butt? Well, not really, but that's the way to access it. That's one of the ways to access it, yes. Mm-hmm. But technically, it's behind your scrotum, like up 
and behind up and behind. Am I gonna have to draw a diagram? No, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out how best to describe this to those who cannot visually see us. Okay. That's probably a good thing considering I'm sitting here in my pajamas. Hubba hubba. Um so the prostate gland is for actually kind of above the taint. The touching, perineum. Okay, fine. <laughs> Um, but it's right behind the bladder. So you're not really going to get it by playing with the perineum. You can arouse it. You can arouse it. The vibrations, the pressure, mm -hmm. putting pressure on the perineum, you can essentially, you know, move the tissue around it. Right. So yes, you can stimulate the prostate there behind the bladder above where the base of the penis actually comes into the body. So yes, it's easily, more easily accessed through the butt. So that's why when you go to the doctors when you hit a certain age and you're a male mm -hmm. <clears throat> they get out their glove and their ice cold ky and tell you to assume the position do they make you hold your cheeks apart i don't know i'm not that old yet oh well let me know how that goes for you mm -hmm. all right what's Can't what be as bad as cold stirrups cold st oh yeah no i, I got to do that way too fucking often with the with the metal duck bill wah okay we're focusing on the penis partners, the okay. prostate. What does the prostate do? So it produces the seminal fluid. Semen. Mm-hmm. Yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. I was going to say, there's got to be a joke about sailors there somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it produces the, the seminal fluid found in, in the ejaculate. And it's very sensitive. Very. So on one hand, we have the G-spot and squirting for vulva voyagers. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, we have the prostate and milking for the penis partners. Oh, I'm getting the timeout sign. What? 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 Okay. Yeah. You you can you can milk <coughs> your penis partner that way. Okay. But there's more than one way to milk a bull. <clears throat> oh my gosh! You did not just yeah. I you did. did. You said it. But just so that's there. Okay. Yes. Hopefully, if we have anybody that's interacting with penis partners by this point. They have found some tried and true methods <laughs> to milk their penis partner. All right. But specifically, the term milking generally refers to stimulating the prostate to the point of ejaculation. Okay. You don't look convinced. School I'm me. Not. School me. I I'm, have no penis. I'm, I'm not. Okay, let's go. I mean, yes, that is one way. But the other way is to manually milk an edge. Okay. All right. Fine, fine, fine. But for our conversation tonight, that'll be milking. Okay. okay. Fine, fine. Because I was trying to go G-spot squirting, P-spot milking. That's why we're kind yeah. of bringing these two topics together. Okay. But yes, there's more than one way to milk the bull. So for the purposes of prostate milking, mm -hmm. what do you recommend? For the milker or the milky? Dealer's choice. Okay. Well, let's start with clean out. Okay. If you're worried about it, clean out. Okay, yep. If you're going to be playing back there and that's a concern, quick clean out, little enema bulb thing. Yep. Okay. Lots of lube. I think we did a thing on enema and yeah, butt play. So I, I think we did. We're good on that. Yep. Okay. And lube, obviously. Oh, obvious, copious amounts that, of lube. That's not the self-lubricating area. No. Okay. Clean, trimmed fingernails. You know, just, just like if you were going to... So, so standard anal safety practices. Standard fingering practices. Fair. Okay. Clean hands, trimmed, filed fingernails. Yep. Lube. Take your time. Take your time. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Especially if it's uncharted territory, you're going to want to take your time and go slow. Breathe. If this is uncharted ter territory, this needs to have been discussed beforehand. Well, yeah. But well, yeah. We're assuming everybody's consenting here. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. And what else did you want to know? What method of touch would you suggest? So we've, we've mentioned that mm -hmm. you can massage the perineum. Yep. All right. The taint, whatever you want to call whatever it. Whatever you want to call it. You can massage it to stimulate. It is going to be a more difficult process to mm -hmm. stimulate through all that tissue, but it's possible. So we're focusing now, going in after it. We're going in. Going in. All in. <clears throat> Not, I mean, it, it, as many fingers as the recipient is willing. We don't need to go all in. But uh, what kind of touch are you suggesting? I'm not. Ooh, elaborate. Well, just like our vulva voyagers with their G-spot, our penis pals with their P-spot could have different touches. It could be a little more firm or a little more gentle. The come-hither motion. That come-hither motion. Maybe some tapping. Yep, yep. Around as opposed to directly on. Yep. The key to these touches, whether it's G-spot or P-spot, is to stimulate it, in, a, in my opinion, in a variety of methods. But once you can see through your partner's reactions and body, that they are reaching the point of orgasm or ejaculation, keep doing what you're doing. Don't change tactics. It's, it's just like <laughs> going down and and licking, licking the bean. If it works. Or the peen. Or the peen. If, if it's working, don't go faster. Don't go slower. Don't start making the alphabet if that's, because it's not going to work. It's going to distract. It's going to take away. Yes. Yep. Unless you're an asshole like me and want to prolong the torture. Okay, that edging needs its own but own separate topic, for sure. If, if your goal is to bring them to orgasm, whether it's ejaculation or that whole body orgasm, mm -hmm. keep doing what's working, what you're doing. If they're into it and it's working, don't change unless they tell you to. Unless they tell you to. Yep, once you see their body start to react now for... Vulva owners, it's going to be some tension, mm -hmm. um, especially around the vagina. For your penis partners, that's going to be the testicles kind of lifting and tightening. Once you start to see those reactions, and of course you can read their face <laughs> and their Hopefully. noises, um, keep up with that pressure. When you hear the, oh God, yes, that is not, oh God, yes, show me a new trick. It's, oh God, yes, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> now for the receiver. The receiver of said prostate massage. Yes. You may also feel like you have to pee because oh. of how close it is to the bladder. Interesting. Don't let that get in the way or you won't relax enough to just let it happen. Ah, gotcha. You may, for lack of better, squirt out a little pee. A lot of these concerns for both parties, mm -hmm. vulva owners, penis partners, they can eliminate their bladder before any of this playtime. And that should alleviate some of the concern right. and also allow for just relaxing into the moment. Again, you know how it is. It's easier said than done sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I would say that both of these practices, squirting and milking like this, mm -hmm. they come with practice. This yes. is not something you just go at it and the first time it's like, yeah, look and at what we can do. It takes time. It's not going to be, oh, look, five minutes, we're done. Right. Right, exactly. It could. Chances are, no. No. Chances are the first couple times you're not even going to find the right spot. <laughs> that prostate spot is kind of difficult. I don't know how doctors are just going in there and going, boop, oh, you're good. Like the G-spot, it does move a little bit. Yeah, it's like a walnut, they say. About, about the size of about a walnut. About the size of a walnut. 
And for both the G-spot and the P-spot, they have a slightly different texture yep. than the rest of the, the tissue around them. Yep. So that's how you know. And they're easier to find when the party is aroused. Aroused and relaxed. Yes. Now, comparing squirting with uh, prostate milking, does it have the similar experience, to the best of your knowledge, where it may not feel as amazing as a standard orgasm? Or does it usually come with increased I, I pleasure? I saw that. I saw that. I know you're being hesitant. Oh, no. It's 10 times, 10 times. 10 times more It's It's different. Intense. It's more intense. Yeah. It's a whole new ball game. Yep. Damn. All right. Just one more thing I can be jealous about with my penis envy over here. It's fine. It's fine. Look at all the penises you own. I own lots of penises. You and don't have to be envious of them. You have a nifty rainbow rainbow, and a, and a wavy one. And I got look some, at them all. some ribbed ones. Some of them go buzz buzz. Some of them just, you know. Why are you envious? I, it's just a thing I've got. You can change yours out. I'm stuck with mine. Yours does just fine, baby. But I'm stuck with it. I can't put on a fancy colored one if I wanted to. It's got those perfect... It Yours has the perfect curve that they design all sorts of other dildos around. So you're... You're packing. You're great. You're awesome. I'll just switch mine out based on my mood. All good. There you go. All right. <laughs> wow. This is a good one. Is it? This is a good one. Okay. All right. So we really got in it on this one. Uh-huh. 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 Come on. That was a little funny. That was funny. That was funny. So I don't I don't have to have a tally mark for that one, right? Because no. that was good. That was good. You that get was two good. tally marks. I got two tally marks? Yeah, that was good because you, you get two tally marks for that one. No. Wait. I thought bad jokes get tally marks. No, just jokes. Ouch. You're welcome. I, you know what? Next week, I'll let you all know what the uh, the punishment was for the tallies. But in the meantime, is there anything else you think we need to add? I don't know. To this topic? I don't know. Do we need to go back to squirting? Anything you need to or want to add to that? No, I think we were pretty in-depth. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of these correlated. They're not going to necessarily come easy to every... <laughs> come easy. There's another tally. Okay, that one deserves a tally. <laughs> They're not necessarily going to come easy to everybody. It is something that theoretically you can learn. You can train your body to do with you practice. Can. It sounds like the prostate is, you know, definitely a, a fun time. And for some people, uh, some vulva owners, squirting or G-spot stimulation just may not do it for them. We've already talked about the consent process. Yep. But what about, and I'm trying to figure out how to politely word this, the cisgender heteronormative guy that says exit only. What about him? You respect his decision. You respect his decision, but he's curious. If he's curious, then you work up to it slowly. Uh, using perennium massages, moving on to just around the back door massages, mm -hmm. moving on to waiting for that pucker and a little little tip of a finger but you work up slowly based on the receiver's comfort and this will turn around and touch into last week's episode which is aftercare aftercare yeah see it's like it's almost as if all of our episodes are connected didn't we do something on anal and didn't we do something on aftercare and communication and well, my point is <laughs> is it's normal to be curious oh yeah and if you're willing to and want to try it, take it slow, take it easy, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Oh, yeah. Can I, can I just step on my soapbox here for a minute? Go ahead. Okay. If you are a cis male, 
heterosexual cis male liking things in your butt does not make you gay. Thank you. Does not make you gay. Are you attracted to other men? No, you're not gay, okay? You can like things in your butt. You can like to have your body touched in whatever way you wish. It does not put a label on you. And that's that was my point. That's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Because just because I like something in my butt doesn't mean that I'm this or I'm that. No. As a vulva owner, if I like something and in my butt, no that doesn't make... And no shame around it. Yeah. As a vulva owner, if I like something in my butt, it doesn't make me gay. No. So, same applies. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Sorry. Had to be said. No. It's a good one. And it and I think it need it needed to be said. So, kudos to you for it's bringing your body. That. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I think that about wraps it up. Speaking of, always wrap it. Be safe. All those things. Whatever. Yeah. Are you ready then? For what? A prostate massage. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't without laughing. For the naughty limerick. Honestly, I'd rather the prostate massage. I saw that look of disappointment when I... <laughs> Come on. Let's have the limerick. This is one that you picked out. Ooh. There was a young girl named Sapphire who succumbed to her lover's desire. She said, it's a sin, but now that it's in, could you shove it in? A few inches higher. <laughs> Thank you for doing that one. I feel like a lot of them were uh, very penis focused before. So I liked that this just a few inches higher. They're all penis focused. Consider who writes most of these. Perverts. Perverts. Yes. Perverts. And I say perverts with absolute love. We're all perverted here. If you're not, stick around. You will be. <laughs> Did right. you cover everything you wanted to cover? I covered everything I wanted to cover. I think it's time the we The ceiling, the walls, everything? Um, my squirts are not porno level. I, do, I don't paint the walls we'll or the ceiling. We'll have to hydrate you more. Oh, geez. All right. That's enough. <laughs> Say good night. Good night. As always, thank you for listening, um, especially with the raspy voice that I have going on. But we could not miss this. We love sitting down, love sharing the laughs with you. Any questions, comments, suggestions, concerns, don't hesitate to reach out. There's a contact us form right on www.boink-ed.com. We will be here next week. But in the meantime, stay you, stay beautiful, feel good, be naughty. Good night. Can I, can I just step on my soapbox here for a minute? Yeah. In your butt. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. I started Boink in 2022 with the goal to create a safe environment and culture for all genders and sexual orientations to learn about and embrace every part of themselves and one another. We offer workshops, events, and various inclusive products along with consultations to make sure we take a holistic approach to enhancing individuals' sexual satisfaction with themselves or their partners. I believe that when you accept yourself and your partner on the most intimate of levels, it filters out into your daily life. The World Health Organization recognizes this, saying sexual health is fundamental to the overall health and well-being of individuals, couples, and families, and to the social and economic development of communities and countries. So as long as you'll have us, Boink will be here. Kink-affirming, gender-blurring, sex-fulfilling. And you can find any of our details at www.boink-ed.com.